podcast in there. All right, all right. Hey, podcast in there. Or something like the, like, it's like it's like a, a, a British accent, like a broke person. <laughs> like, you know how some of them are poor, they just sound like, I don't know. They're different, like, they're definitely differences in, like, class and British accent. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because, like, that one, that was like a broke dude. Yeah, this, that's a... Shoes for a nickel. Or I'll, I'll sweep your chimney all, Will. Yeah, exactly. And then there's the really high-class ones, like, <laughs> like the guy, I think it's, it's not like the guy from Family Guy with the big teeth. <laughs> Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Right off the rip. Ooh, no pun intended. Rest in peace. Right. John Singleton. Um, your favorite John Singleton movie? Too Fast, Too Furious. Dude, yes, right? It's like, okay, let's talk about how important that is because say what you want about the Fast and the Furious franchise, but they've made a lot of money throughout the years. And a lot of people have gone to see those movies and they've done a lot for a lot of people's careers, given a lot of people jobs. Yes. And you can make the argument that without Too Fast, Too Furious being as successful as it was, the rest of those movies Yeah, it was good that it was as successful, though. It was very strange that it was as successful. It was, but that if you look at the formula for I, the yeah, time, yeah. it may, it's like it was like the Avengers back then. It was like an okey joke that was like, ah, I thought it was gonna be a good movie, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it but it, it for what it was, it it checked all the boxes. It was I, it was a ninety minute long music video. I get, yeah, I got it. Yeah, you're right. It was that. Like it was yeah, it was that. But it was still like okey doke though. Like it made a lot of movies. It up, if people knew what it was before they walked in, they probably wouldn't have gone to see it. Mm-hmm. They just saw like, oh, this is a sequel to Fast and Furious. Yeah. And they're like, oh, wait, what the fuck was that afterwards? But also John Singleton did yeah, but, so many other things. Right. No, I hopefully, you know, people know I was joking. Like, I hope you got that. I hope, uh, hope, yeah. hope, hope I was like, what's your favorite movie? Really? Like, <laughs> no. I mean, there's Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice. Like, there are other movies. That Baby Boy. Yeah. Like, they're. Rosewood, Rosewood, very good movie, right? I mean, I'm saying, yeah, like no, like that. I was clearly joking, but we have to remember all of it. Like you have to remember everything of the person. Mm-hmm. Co-created know? Snowfall, which I haven't great seen. Show. Is it good? Great show. I've heard nothing but good things about great it. Great show. Okay, great show. So, so I guess I got to check it out just yeah, to pay homage to him. Definitely. But uh, losing John Singleton at the age of fifty-one, fifty-one, dude, 51, after man. having a stroke. <sighs> so again, dudes. Go get your blood work done. Yeah, hyper, yeah, yeah, hypertension. That's what he had. Yeah, hypertension, silent killer. So there you go, man. Um, yeah. But surely, rest in peace, John Singleton. Twenty four got nominated for best director for Boys in the Hood. That's a great movie, man. At twenty four, dude, think about what you did at twenty four. Um... And if it was anything short of achieving one of the highest honors in your particular profession, you you didn't do as good. Okay. You you messed that year up. You didn't win. You don't win against John Singleton. In I that mean, category. no. Of course, I don't win against John Singleton. I think at twenty four, I may, I, I might have been at Laser Quest. <laughs> you know what's cool about John Singleton is that um, Kevin Smith was talking about on his podcast when he met him in like the early nineties. Um, you know, he was talking to John and he was like, "Oh, I really like your movies," and then he was coming back to John Singleton. He's like, "Hey, you you like those comic books, right?" And John Singleton was apparently trying to get a Luke Cage movie made. 
Word. Way back in the day. Like, you know, that's kind of where he was at. That's where he 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 saw the vision of what a superhero movie could be. And then he ended up making Shaft with Samuel L. Jackson, mm-hmm. which about is as close to a superhero movie that he made at the time because it was Shaft, right? Yeah. Um, but just to ha- just to see that he had that vision of where superhero movies were and the respect for the form of comic books to be able to translate into movies was pretty cool to hear. Although I'm kind of glad that he probably didn't get that done at the time because they did some really bad things with comic book movies. Yeah, it wouldn't have been as good as what we see now. now, But, you know, the seat was there. The idea was there. The intention is good. Right. I like that. But I'm kind of, I'm not too sad that he didn't get that done because I feel like that would have been, yeah, I feel like it It wouldn't have been like, I mean, Captain America at the, back in the day mm-hmm. Punisher back in the day like there's not a good track record of things that were done with comic books at that time so yeah it didn't really kick off until Wesley Snipes played Blade yeah and then the whole world changed but we'll get to that right we'll we talk about that will. a little later on that we shall so last week we recapped your first part of your trip back back to Africa Okay. Back to Nigeria. Okay. We talked about you getting off the plane and you being accosted by the locals for money. Yeah. And you display and you witnessing displays of um, irrational driving. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you got for us now? Today I'm going to talk about um, one thing I saw that's different from here is how people deal with like customer service. Um, people have to understand that over here, I think people are very empowered by things like Yelp and like be able to like leave a five star review mm-hmm. or whatever. Like you can go somewhere and, and write a paragraph about how um, your avocado toast wasn't the right temperature. Hey, wait a second now. Don't just lump me in with the avocado toasters. I'm not lumping you. I'm saying th- these things happen. Oh, these I've things- actually never had avocado toast. I've had it. I've had avocado. I've had toast. Never, never together. together. No. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Eh. I'll try it. Maybe I'll go try it one day. I mean, it's like 12 bucks. So there's no Yelp in Nigeria? Is that what you're saying? It's not utilized that much. So it's like, there. so the power of the consumer is not what you think it is. It's not like you can just be like, you can't just go in there and say, oh, excuse me, sir, there's a hair in my food or whatever. Because um, a lot of times the, the um, clerks there won't give a shit. So the customer isn't always right. Um, no, the customer is not always right. But at the same time, the customer also has to just assert themselves. Like, for instance, when you go somewhere um, in a restaurant, you will probably sit down. And if you're trying to get someone's attention, you'll say, like, excuse me, sir or madam. Or, or um, you'll probably raise your hand. Like, try it in a polite way. Mm-hmm. While in Nigeria, like, when you get someone's um, attention, you'll hear, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come, come, or they'll, or they'll do this, sss, 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 and the point, or they do that, they'll do either the grass like underhanded or overhanded. It's like, sss, yeah, yeah, well, yeah means come in on uh-huh. Igbo. So you hear that, yeah, 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 come, sss, sss, sss. <laughs> So, like, literally, we'll go to places and we'll just sit down, and like, that's the first thing they'll do is like, yeah. Yeah, come and they'll just come, like, and then they're, they're not even like mad about it because it's that's expected, like that's what they do. And not only that, but also when you're paying for your food, like 
they'll haggle on the um, price a lot because if you don't, they'll just calculate your shit wrong and just probably have to pay more. So like you'll actually, you actively have to like talk to them all the time about like what you paid for, why you paid it, why you're touching me this. Like this, every time like we got the check, it was like a negotiation. Like <laughs> why did it like, it's like, wait, what is this? Why did you put this down there? I didn't pay for that. What's this for? Why is this number here? That's kind of high every time. There's no itemized receipts. No, they're not. So it's like, so like, even though it may seem heavy handed, with their approach if you're not heavy handed they'll just fuck your shit up they'll mm-hmm. just charge you over or to overcharge you so it's like at first you go in because you're we're so trained to being polite that we'll feel like oh man like this is really kind of this is a lot like you're just gonna like like you're really like what's up them to come but then at the same time you realize like, if you try to be polite they'll just run you over and they just won't give you what you want and you'll just have to like take whatever they give you damn yeah so how many times did you have to negotiate your Goods and services. Luckily, I'd have to negotiate them personally because I was like with someone that knew better. Oh yeah, you were with your man's. I was with my man's. Yeah, like they're like so they were always just like, uh, yeah, come, yeah, <laughs> like so that's so they took care of all that shit, um, and like I don't know if I preferred it or not though because I feel like even though it may not be as more customers right, it feels more human. Mm-hmm. Like, cause sometimes, like, I hate when you go to like a restaurant here or anywhere, and like you'll see someone just giving people the shit about just nothing. It's like you're talking about customers giving, like, giving like waiters or oh, like, yeah. they're, they're giving them the shit over nothing. It's yeah. like I didn't go, I didn't want onions in this. It's like okay, it's just onions, dog. Like, just pick them out or just give it back. Like, you don't have to like make a scene because they forgot to take onions out of your shit. Like, I kind of hate seeing that. Did you ever work in a restaurant? I haven't. I've worked. I've seen enough to oh, know okay. that this is dumb shit. I've I've had multiple encounters. No, like that. that's why I can never handle food because like people just go really ape shit over something that's food, and I know that they'll get hands from me. So I knew I can. I never. I never even like entered the food industry because like if someone like I've seen people go awful for just dumb shit like that, and I was like, if I'm a waiter or like a wait, waitress and someone's going off me about this shit, like. I'm not going to spit in your food. I'm just going to give you hands, and I lose my job. Mm-hmm. Like I knew that, especially I was younger too. So I was like quicker with the hands than I am now. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you can get these fucking hands yeah. like easily. This mm-hmm. this name tag, look, comes right off. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Like, so. I'm no longer your server. Now I'm just a nigga in the street. Yeah. So I just knew I, I was, I knew like. I don't want to embarrass you in front of your child. Right. Like I, now, now, now I got to, now I got to bang your head on the table. Yeah. I got to hit you with your own food you ordered and shit. So maybe like, there is something to having a little bit less, um, you know, what is it? cushioned reactions entitlement yeah like no i no i definitely like if i had to choose between one of the two i definitely prefer that way because i feel like if you're if they do your things wrong you let them know they're wrong and they'll fix it um or you know it's not like like you don't have to kiss like because i've said this before on the podcast like all i want when i go there is what i ask for like i don't need you to be like i don't need you to smile at me that's my day was i don't need the fake small talk just give me what I just give me what I came for. Like if I came to came to get a burger, I just want the burger. I don't need anything else. Everything else is I appreciate it, but I don't need it. Mm-hmm. So just give me that right, and that's fine. And that's kind of how it is up there. It's like you get what you if you if you go there, order what you want, and they give you what you want. It's fine. Everything's cool. Like you don't have to even like do the yeah come. Sometimes they'll just come in like that, and they'll just ask what you want, and like I want this, and they'll just get it for you, and that'll be it. Like you get your check back, check's fine. You just walk go about your business. Every movie and television I've ever seen about high stakes business is always 
there's always a scene with somebody on the phone talking about you fuck me you fuck me i can't believe you fucking cocksucker fuck you fuck your mother this deal's gonna go through just sign the fucking paper just berating somebody just right. going completely off the wall and yeah. then somehow some way the deal gets done because yep. everybody knows that at the end of the day it's just business yep. so i don't understand like why that doesn't translate to the lowest level of customer interaction where if you're at a retail if you're at a fucking target and you're talking to the clerk or you're talking to somebody stocking the shelves and they're like i can't find this thing where's this where's this place at? this place is so unorganized i can't believe why can't the clerk or the or the pe- person stocking the shelves just turn right back to you and be like you know what calm the fuck down you exactly. fucking son of a bitch listen i'm trying as hard as i can exactly just fucking wait a second i'll get it for you okay i'll be happy to get it for you but stop being such a fucking douchebag exactly and that and that, but the, but then the next move is that they'll call um, they'll they'll leave the up review about how rude you were. Yeah, and you then know you know what? And then you should be able to go back underneath that review and be like, "Hey, you know what? You were rude." I love the replies on Yelp though. Like, They're that's the my best feature thing of Yelp. It's like when they reply back with the spice. Oh, the clapbacks! Oh my god, the clapbacks are necessary. That's the best part of Yelp, like the the um the uh the clapbacks from the uh, people that from the actual establishment. If you own a business and you don't hire somebody to specifically go onto Yelp and just clap back at all your negative reviews, uh, you're doing it wrong. I man. love that shit. That's, That's a new job. It's the greatest thing ever of Yelp. But it's cathartic too. When you yell at somebody like that, I feel better right now, and I wasn't even yelling at somebody. Yeah, so I feel like my stress levels are just going down. But that's what you'll get in Nigeria, though. You'll get that anywhere you go. If you go, if you go into any like establishment just yelling for no goddamn reason, they'll they'll like what what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> like, have you like do you want to get like you can leave? Like it's cool. <laughs> we got niggas that come in behind you. They'll get stuff fine. You don't like you don't have to be here, dude. Like if you're that mad, you can just leave. Nigeria sounds like my kind of place. I'm there. No, there there definitely high points about it. Like people. Some people are kind of like rag on it a lot. Like I know, like the president calls probably one of the show countries. Like it's not that bad. It no, sounds sure. like the kind of place I would want to go to and thrive. I mean, I, yeah, they're, yeah, they're definitely a place for you. You can definitely thrive there. Cool. It's cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but that that goes into like I think one time we went to. This is crazy because like when this happened, like this is this kind of like the like a moment I was like we're not American anymore. We went to a restaurant. And um, I was eating. I was full, but like I have, we like we had people that were kind of um, going with that were hungry. And one of like well, my second cousin's name is Chid. Um, he has like a a weird like laid back charm about him. Mm-hmm. Like he's like like he's, oh, so he's a Nigerian man. Um, not even. <laughs> I want, he is, but at some point, every I, Nigerian well, actually, I know, every actually, Nigerian I know is actually, is laid back and charming. Actually, yeah, every fucking so, single uh, one. Yeah, because at the same, but at the same time, he also like he will also be the one guy just that would when the check came, he was like, "Wait, what the fuck is this? Like, what's that? Like, he's mm-hmm. that, also that guy." So he also had like an edge to him that was like, mm. he seems laid back, but I don't think I want to be on his bad side either. Sure. So like, he was. It was. It was. It was us there. With him, um, my uh, my um, Darlington's older brother, his name's Onyeku. He um, he's very intense. Like uh, he's he's a great guy, but he's all he's super intense. Like my sister um, compared him to. Have you ever seen Inside Out? Mm-hmm. Like he compared to the red guy. Oh yeah, anger. That's, yeah, that's him. <laughs> like, but he's not angry though. He's just intense. Like everything is just like. He at a nine with him, like mm-hmm. he's always at a nine, and it could be off putting at first, but then you realize, oh, he's just like this all the time. That's just mm. him. Okay. So yeah, it's like so. So it was like it was it was me. It was me and shit. Like all of our family and our security was there, 
And so like this, so Chid and Onyeko were eating and the security was trying to eat. They're trying to get food, but they were out of, but like, I think, I think we, they took the kitchen and the kitchen that they were out of food at the time. Okay. So like Chid and them are still eating. And meanwhile, Chid's like looking around, he sees food coming out of the kitchen. Oh, so no. Like, so like I think so he's so he's he so he talks to the security guy said yeah they eat and they said no, and then he just and they say we'll be right back, and so like him and he get up and they go in the kitchen. The security guard and your cousin go no into the like kitchen? security guards the security guards are sitting out they're just oh, okay. chilling oh, okay security guards they're not doing anything but like Yeku and Chid they go in the kitchen okay and so like they work there yeah mm-hmm. they walked in the kitchen um and they walked in the kitchen so there's things thrashing about. And like I hear you hear his voice getting elevated or whatever, right? And then like, so I'm 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 just trying to look around and see what's going on because like like this isn't normal. Like get you, get you, you can't just like go to Cheesy Factory and walk in the kitchen because you didn't get your shit right. Like get you like if you if you give no because then you'd be going to the kitchen all the time. Yeah, if you get <laughs> right, if they give you like the white bread instead of the brown bread, you can't just like go up in the kitchen. Like I'll be right back and just go in the kitchen. Like what the fuck? Where's my brown bread? <laughs> you can't do that shit. So like. I'm just kind of sitting there, like hearing, like hearing a commotion, hearing things thrash about. Then you now see Chid walking out. He's bucking up his pants and he's saying, "It's okay." What? Exactly. So he's buckling up his pants. Buckling up his pants. And he said, "Was he wearing a belt?" Yeah, he had a belt. And now he's no longer with a belt. No, he's putting the belt back on. So he choked somebody. I don't know what he did with the belt. I don't think no, but my sister said that he had his belt open before he was eating. Uh huh. As she said that, that that's the story that she's giving me. So she said like, hey, he just happened to be putting his belt together. I like, even though that may be true, that's a weird optic though. Like I hear thrashing in the kitchen, and then he comes out. He's like, but it's okay. Like he's just like, it's okay. But we're now, but now we're leaving. So it's like we got to. So so we got up and we left to get a new belt. Presumably, well, he had a, his belt was. Intact. Oh, he still had the belt. He had the, so he just. But the idea of him just walking out of the kitchen. And fastening his bones, like, and he said, "It's okay." Any number of things could have happened. Yeah, but it's okay apparently because it was it was okay. Yeah, like it didn't feel okay, but I, I took his word for that. It was. You have to trust a man at that point. I no, I had no choice. Mm-hmm. I couldn't question that. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's okay, then it's okay. We gotta go. <laughs> we, we gotta go. It's okay with you. It's okay with me. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not. I don't. I don't know. Like, who do I know if it's okay or not? I can't question that shit. I'm not in a position to question if it's okay or not. No, not at all. So, so I'm just like, okay, it's okay. It's okay. So. Okay. <laughs> That's a great story. So what else happened after? Oh, we just left. That was it. Like, that was we, it? Like, did like you, I don't know. If, like, I, I'm pretty sure, like... Did, the, did you get food some at some point? I didn't. I wasn't hungry. I wasn't going to eat. But I think they went somewhere else to eat. But the thing was, is like, I don't think any more food came out of that kitchen, though. After mm-hmm. we left. So... Shut it down for the day. I feel like they shut the shit down. I, I don't know, because we left soon after that. But I feel like they shut the shit down after that. Like, it's like, I don't think they're doing any more business after... That inter uh, that that interaction it would have been the smart thing to do. Yeah, it was. Um, can't have a man walk into your kitchen, unbuckle his pants, and then continue business as if nothing happened. And then come, uh, they came up buckle kissing and telling everyone it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> it's like wow, I guess it is okay. So next week, do we get into the actual wedding? Oh, we can. Yeah, yeah, we can. Because that's like. That's what I want to know. I want to know all about that. I think I think the most of the hijinks of that was like last week, though. Like that's the like that carnival. That's oh okay. That was the hijinks of the last of that part of that part. So we bur- so we so we shot our load too early. I mean, no, there are, there are other things that happened that okay. Like this, 
I'm telling you, there's a lot to unpack. Okay, great. Like, I'm not even like, uh, I'll look at his name now yet. All right, sweet. Well, I want to hear more. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, school. Were you a fan? I wasn't. I was a fan from school up to the point that I realized that I could see my friends not be at that building. Like, when I got that together in my mind, I was like, nah, this school shit's stupid. School is letting out. It's pretty much summertime now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was. I forget now. Like I, I know. It gets warmer. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I, 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 literally, it gets warmer, and I see just like kids everywhere. I'm like, why are these kids in school? I'm like, oh, fuck, it's July. Yeah. No, same thing happened to me yesterday. I was, oh, it's May now. Which means it's like pretty much over. Like it's prom season and that's it. Yeah. So do you have any memories from school? Like actual the school time, like the school work, learning in school, anything like that. Not while you were in school, like the cool sit like recess and you know uh finger banging. F- yeah, finger banging under the bleachers. Yeah, and in the bathroom. That doesn't count, right? No, that doesn't count. Doesn't count. But like, you know, in the classroom itself. Do you have any memories from that? I say the the only memory that I have is that I won my fifth grade spelling bee. Mm, yeah. Okay. That's definite. I have, a, I have a the trophy at the house, at my mom's house somewhere. What was the word that you won with? It was, fuck, I can't remember now. Damn, that's so long ago. I remember the word that I lost for the district spelling bee, though. What was that? It was, it was riddle. Riddle? It was riddle because, no, it was, it was riddle and I heard griddle and it asked him to repeat the, repeat the word. So you didn't ask him? No. I thought I heard the right word. Oh. Yeah. Spell riddle right now. Huh? Spell riddle. R-D-D-L-E. Like, I, I, like that, it was mad because it wasn't the more, like, I, either way I could have got that word. That's the, that was the worst part about it. I mean, we just wanted to make sure. Why would they ask you to spell griddle? I don't know. Like, I don't know. It was like one of, it was, it was, it was, early, it was an earlier rounds. So, yeah, I was just like. Yeah. That was your mistake though. It was. In hindsight, it was like I mean that now because when I watch the kids now, I'm just like they always ask. Even though they heard the way they ask, I'm just like that's why they do that. Oh, stupid Ed! I used to look up to you. <laughs> I don't have any memories from school. Not even good, bad, or indifferent. I really just don't remember anything that I learned in school. Not a single thing. I mean, not even in college. Like I don't remember shit. I don't know if that says more about me and my memory, and you know, maybe I need to take more iron. No, I think. Because the thing is, like, you learn things and they just become part of, like, how you get, how you, how you operate. Like, the preamble? Fuck out of here. What do I need to know the preamble for? Preamble for what? Exactly. The uh, Bill no. of Rights. No, it's not, I'm not talking about that. Like, there are just, when you go to school, there are core things that you learn that just kind of, like, get ingrained in however you operate. Like, for instance, like, the basic math mm-hmm. or just, like, little tidbits of history. Um like they're like everyone had they're these big chunks things that you learn, but like the details you lose those. We spent an entire semester, I think it was in eighth grade, learning about the Lincoln assassination. An entire school year. Damn. Learning about this one event. That seems like kind of, that seems like out of a lot. A whole school year. I remember. Why they do what? Zero. But why a whole school year on that? I don't know, but because it, it went from like the Civil War all the way up to the Lincoln assassination. But still, to, that's a whole lot. Like really zero. I remember zero. I mean, Z- nothing. No ting. I remember. I feel like was this. I feel like I hope the curriculum has changed by now. I mean, I'm sure it has. I hope it did. But also, I went to New Jersey Public School. That's so. a whole lot. But like the Lincoln assassination, like a whole year mm-hmm. on it. The whole on, damn year. On president getting shot. At least it felt like a whole year. It could have been six weeks. I really have no idea. I hope it was six weeks. 
Because that seems like a whole lot for a little. It is a lot. It's a lot for a little. But that was kind of like the name of the game. Like there was, I, there was a bunch of stuff like that. Like, oh, you remember? <laughs> there was, there was this. Uh, I think it might have been fourth or fifth grade where we had to do a heritage project. Heritage project. And that sounds good. Well, here's the reason. We had to just pick. You know, we had to talk about our home country, right? We had to, you know, and all the Irish kids picked Ireland, the Italian kids picked Italy. I came home with a project. My mom and dad just kind of like, uh, I guess we could do Ghana. I guess. Just pick the random country. Because we didn't, at the time, there was no Ancestry.com. No 23andMe. There was no 23andMe. Couldn't look at the the commercials and and look at them and be like, oh, did you see the ancestry.com commercial? Which one? The one where there's like they all get on my goddamn nerves. There was like a there's like there's like a slave and then a white guy and then he's like, we could run away to the north. I hate these fucking things so much. And then and then it cuts to black and is like, without you, this story ends here. And then it's ancestry.com pops up. But anyway, I asked because I just for the record, I hate every single one of those commercials I've seen, like all of them. I, like, that's I, the only one I've I ever hate, seen. I, like I've seen multiple. It could be 23andMe or whatever. Like I don't, like, I don't know why, I guess learning about something that you, in your past is cool, but like, don't make it seem like you are who you are because of what you've done in life. Like I don't, like, I just, like people act like, oh, I guess I think they had like, um, these people that said like, oh, you had Nigerian, you had like women in your past that were strong. That's why you're strong. Could you be a strong woman besides that? Like, there could there are people that have strong women in the past that aren't that strong now. It's just they're just selling you nothing, basically. Like they just they just like pluck out your heartstrings and selling you bullshit. Yeah, and, that, and that's the part that aggravates me about the, all those things. It's like you learning this stuff and not learning this stuff is kind of just like a it's like a afterthought. It's like oh, it's kind of cool to know, but it's like you can't do anything really serious with it. Yeah, it's not a movie. Like we're not going to discover that our great 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 grandfather was, you know, uh, a great king, right? Like we can't all have that same. Yeah, discovery. it's a national treasure. We're gonna like now we can go find the constitution. It's like, what do you know? Yeah, chances are, if you if you have like royal heritage, you probably already know about it because it's been passed down from generation to generation. Basically. Yeah, this isn't like a John Candy film. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, that was my heritage project, so I had to like just had, make some shit up. I had a few of those, and they be and they were just wildly problematic for me because like being a Nigerian kid is like people ask you these dumbass questions, which I do. You guys have internet? Oh, not I would, that. Oh, like that's 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 advanced because I was even I was older for that. I'm talking about when I was like a kid. I was younger, and like, did me, you have a pet lion? No, me, Pete, me. Honestly, like, I would do things. That's what I knew. I was an asshole early on because like I would just like perpetuate their lives because like it was amusing to me that they would believe this dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like I had people think that I was like a child warlord. Oh yeah, real like real shit. Like that's I had, good. like I told people like I had AKs and shit. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good like, lie. The thing is, like, I was a fifth grader, <laughs> and they believed that shit. Of course they did. No, these, I'm talking about teachers, dog. Oh yeah, the adults. They thought like, oh, like he he was he was fighting in, really? I'm not, I'm not, like, have you not talked to me? I'm a fifth grade kid. Like, I'm like I'm in the Transformers, and now something I have a kid. What? How do you believe that? <laughs> like, and these are adults, dog. Adults. I don't. I don't even know. Like, my like my like my seven eight year old ass is like lying to the adults. It's like, oh, I used to, I used to, I, I, like we all had like I was a kid with an I used to have AK so like that. I used to just when like when did I do it? When did I do it? Well, the best thing is that 
now they respect you. And so now, when you say, "Hey, I don't want to do that," but I don't respect them either. I don't respect them because they're like, "You're dumb." Yeah, and like that's and like I knew, I, and I think that that fucked me up too because I realized that teachers aren't that smart early on. Well, yeah, yes and no. Like, well, not all of them. Don't get me wrong. Like that. No, 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 I, no, no, I no not even that. Teachers, not even that. But like, I I feel like teachers a lot of times are limited by what they can teach about. Like, how often do you hear a story about a teacher that, like, went off the rails and started teaching about some real world shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they end up getting fired no, I get or that. suspended or whatever yeah, like and that. And I get that. And, like, I'm saying, I'm, I'm talking about the teachers that believes my lies about Africa. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about them specifically. Yeah. Like, the, the ones that, that thought I could just run with lions and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that we all wore one cluster hat. Because like, I wouldn't, because I used to try to correct them. But like, and this was like maybe early on, like first, second grade. But then around fifth grade, I was like, this is annoying to correct them too yeah. much. Like, this is getting old. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? Let's just see where this goes. Let's see how deep this rabbit hole goes. I was just like, yeah, we had spears. How many yeah, times did had you a have pet to? Lion. Huh? How many times did you have to correct people on how to pronounce your last name? Oh, that's that's. Are you want me to count? Yeah. Like, give me a, give me day? give me a give me a rough estimate. A rough estimate. Thirty-eight thousand. I mean, thirty. Give or take. 000. I mean, it had to have been every Give or year. Take a thousand. It had to be every year when no, you start school, right? It was every day. It was every day. Yeah, because like, because they would have the same name that they can read, and you would tell them how to say it, and it would, and I don't get mad because I'm in Houston. Like, like who's famous in Houston? Hakeem Elijahwan. Everyone gets his name right first try. Tough name to say. It's a tough name to say, but everyone gets it right the first time. Yeah. But like my name, you've seen me every single day. You just can't get this right. So well, I mean, you weren't putting up twenty points a game. Man. This is true. This is true. However, you see me every day. Maybe you started. Maybe if you balled out a little bit more, people would remember you. I can't refute that fact. I can't refute that. You may be right. All I'm saying, I'm just taking my frustrations. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I feel you. But I'm saying that it's kind of annoying to tell you my name every single day. Like imagine telling someone your name was Aaron every day. Uh, I do. Whenever someone's like, <laughs> "Hey, hey, Aaron!" God damn it! No. <laughs> hey, have you seen that Key and Peele sketch? It's got 10 billion views on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen it, bro. Damn. Relax. People really, people really hit the key and peel speed. Oh, every every time somebody learns my name, I mean, it's not, a- Aaron. It's kind of funny. Like, I mean, after the 80th time, it's probably not this funny anymore. It was hilarious when it first came out. Yeah, it was. But that was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Now it's just, it's like, knock, knock. Yeah. Who's there? The chicken. Chicken who? Why a chicken cross the road? It's just an amalgamation of jokes. Yeah. In one a- a- unfunny package. Aaron. A- I got hands for Jordan. Jordan Peele and Keegan Michael Key. Whenever I see them, I I'm, mean, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm going to put hands on them. Be like, you know how you ruined my life? Do you understand that? Me, like Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Paul are all going to beat the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of beating the shit out of somebody, okay. Love the segue. Dateline: Man accidentally swallows AirPod. Still works after pooping it out. What's worse than losing your AirPods? Finding one inside your belly. A man named Shu. Is that what? <laughs> what? I'm just saying, like, the headline is weird. Like, he, he wrote that. What's worse than losing your AirPods? Funny, I say, there are a lot of things worse than losing my AirPods. Like, there are a lot of things worse than that. Um, no. The worst thing know, is finding it inside your, your belly. Getting my house broken into. Getting, like, get, having my car in a, a car fire. Have I don't you, know. Having like, your dick chopped off. Yeah, like, what's worse than having, like, how'd you get there? I don't know. But a man named Shu went through his unusual experience when he went to sleep and somehow his right AirPod 
slipped its way into its mouth and down in his stomach. Boy, we've all been there. So we know we know this is a bull, that's bullshit, right? This this story is bullshit. No, like I mean, I'm sure that happened, but him saying how it got into his mouth and he swallowed it, we all know that's bullshit, right? How do you think it got into his mouth? He probably ate it. He's probably just being stupid. You think he ate his AirPod? I think so. Like what? Like I don't. I just don't buy you. I I had it in my ear. Like how many times? How many times have you had earbuds? Mm-hmm. How? How many have they ever made their way into your mouth and then down your throat? Yeah, I, you think it would wake up at some point. Come on, man. Like so, you just had them in your ear and you're just rolling around. All of a sudden, they just roll into your mouth and you just swallow it. I call bullshit. Hit that fucking AirPod. But go on. He was able to locate the missing AirPod using the Find My AirPods feature. I could hear the beep beep sound, which seemed which seemed to follow me around the room, said Shu. After searching his room thoroughly, he realized that the sound was coming from within his stomach and suddenly dawned on him, I swallowed my AirPods. This dude is bullshitting. He ate that bitch and took the, like, I'll see if it still works. He wants to see if it still works in his stomach and he put this, nah, he did that shit on purpose, dog. To get himself checked, he went to the Cow Swing Municipal United Hospital where the doctors confirmed through his x-ray that the AirPod was indeed inside his stomach. Uh, Shu was prescribed a laxative and advised by doctors to monitor his poop as they waited for things to pass through usually. Otherwise, surgery would be needed. The next day, as Shu answered the call of nature, behold, he found the missing AirPod. Amazingly, the defecated device still had 41% battery remaining. In what can either be a very proud or very embarrassing moment for fans of Apple products, Shu cleaned the AirPod and started using it again. A replacement AirPod is expensive after all. Due to the plastic shell around the AirPod, the risk of it causing his harm in a similar way to swallowing a regular lithium-ion battery is much lower. Dr. Chen, chief fan of the emergency room at the hospital. Yeah, the more I read this, the more I'm starting to think maybe this didn't actually happen. He ate that fucking... Like, if, like if it happened, he ate it. I don't understand why you would do that, though. People do anything for... People do dumb shit for anything, like... Here's the thing, though. If this story is completely fabricated, okay, it's real tomorrow. Like, somebody's going to read this, because this went viral. Think about it and say, you know what? I bet you I could actually eat an AirPod and see if it actually worked. And Watch. they would put it on YouTube, and it would get 22 million views, and then now it actually did happen. I don't want to see anyone shit an AirPod, though. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do in my life. Like, I don't know why you put it on YouTube. I don't want to see you shit in AirPod. Another thing is like... I saw a guy on... I think it was on Reddit. Maybe Twitter. He ate nothing but corn and water for, I think, an entire day. Just to see... Because, you know, corn doesn't break down. Right. Just to see if you were to go, would it be entirely corn? Why? To see if, if you would go, it would be entirely corn. Uh. And according to him... That is exactly what happened. He ate nothing but corn and water. He shitted it out, and in his bowl, nothing but corn and oh, water. That's not nothing but corn. If we don't think about microbiology, that's not just corn. What is it? It's also like there, there are there are um just bacteria in your intestines that are always there that come out when you poop. So it's not just corn. So I wouldn't just go and eat that corn after you did. It. Like oh, it's fine, it's just corn. That's not just corn. Like that guy who had the AirPod and mm-hmm. probably cleaned it up, put it back in his ear. Mm-hmm. There's probably shit all over that AirPod you can't see, and I was just putting it back in his fucking ear. So now he's got shitty ears. Yes, or a shitty ear because it's one AirPod. The other one's probably fine. Oh, well, if he's listening to Drake, then he's already listening to shitty music. Ah. Uh, oh. 
That's why they pay me the big bucks. <laughs> Shit. I didn't realize that this is where we were going now, but uh, we're going to tone it down a little bit. Tone it down. Uh, Dateline. Justine Damon's family agrees to $20 million settlement with Minneapolis police over shooting death. The fired officer, Mohammed Noor, was convicted of third-degree murder in the 2017 shooting, which occurred after she called 911. The city of Minneapolis agreed to a $20 million settlement with the family of a woman shot dead by a police officer who was convicted of murder, lawmakers announced on Friday. The settlement came three days after jurors convicted the former officer, Mohammed Noor, of third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter in the July 15, 2017 slaying of Justine Razik, Razizik Damon, a dual citizen of the United States and Australia. Um, I don't really want to talk about this. I mean, I do, but I don't. I want to say that this headline, the surface of this story, when you compare it to the shooting death of Philando Castile and the settlement that was paid out, which was to Philando's ca- uh, family just under three million dollars and to Philando Castile's girlfriend who was also in the car during the shooting she got paid out 800k um the comparison and contrast of these two stories of similar nature are the reason why people are frustrated yeah continuously also like not, not just the money but also like the punishment for the offending officers right yeah, uh, that's that's also I think that's even a deeper contrast than the money. Right. So we don't have to talk about the details. We don't have to go into the logistics. We don't have to go into the legalities of it. Yeah. The only thing we no, just uh, want to present to you is the face value. Yeah. And no, why. no opinions, no, no hot takes about this. Just going to leave it out there and let you do what you want with it. Yep. So, with that being said, we're going up to Baltimore. Be more. The more. Is it called the more? I don't know. I don't know what it's called. I think it's actually called, uh, well, we're not going to get into that. Dateline! Baltimore Mayor Catherine Pugh resigns in, is it Puff? Actually, I think it's Puff. Puff? Pugh? I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's Pugh. Is Pew? Is Pew. Okay. Uh, she resigns in aftermath of children's book scandal. Strange story. So Very strange story all the way around. If anyone's not familiar, here we go. Buckle in. We're about to take a ride. Yeah. After weeks of growing pleas from her, from her, for her to step down, Baltimore Mayor Catherine Pugh has resigned. I am sorry, quote, I am sorry for the harm that I have caused to the image of the city of Baltimore and the credibility of the office of the mayor. She said in a letter read by her lawyer, Steve Silverman. Baltimore deserves a mayor who can move our great city forward. The statement continued, uh, Pew, who has been suffering from health issues, did not appear in the news conference with her attorney. Probably a smart move. Yeah. In recent weeks, federal agents raided her two homes in City Hall office and other locations. She has been on an indefinite paid leave from absence for her, from her job as Baltimore's top elected official since April 1st. Pew, a Democrat, is under investigation for alleged self-dealing 
in connection to the sale of thousands of copies of a self-published children's book series. Many of those sales went to entities that she had influence over that sought to do business with the city. Maryland's Office of State Prosecutor and the city's ethics board have launched probes into whether any laws or ethics rules have been violated. At this time, no local, state, or federal authorities have charged her with any crime. The mayor, who was elected in 2016, has been on leave to recuperate from the serious illness which office has stemmed from a bout of pneumonia. She was hospitalized for five days late in March. All right, let's just break this down real quick. From what I understand, this lady, as mayor, public sector job, went and wrote a series of children's books. Healthy Holly is what they're called. Private sector job. Am I getting this right? Is that a private sector job? Kind yeah, of, sort of, not. Is. I it guess is. you can't you can't write a book until after you've left office, right? I mean, you can. It's just like I mean, you can by this, like the way that it was the. She wrote. She wrote a. She wrote a book. A healthy holiday. She it was self published, but the book sales went up to like seventy seven hundred thousand dollars. So it's shot a ton of books. So she showed a lot of books, but but when you're self published, like that raises questions. Like even if even though you're the mayor of like. Baltimore, mm-hmm. like to sell that many copies of a children's book, it's kind of sketchy. Sure, so it's like trying to see who's who's buying the books. Then you find out, and they find out who's buying the books. It's like a medical board that she, a medical board that uh, she's on the, she's a member of, mm. and they they bought like they bought like five hundred thousand dollars. Kaiser Permanente bought like had to deal with some books. So it's like all these things that had interests. With like Baltimore and like I guess the business dealings where they are buying these books, so it's kind of like it's almost like she's getting it's like a, almost like a money laundering scheme. Like she's getting paid through these books to give them favors, mm. essentially. Weird. It's crazy. It's a weird cover up. It's so weird. It, it's like it's like using children's books. Children's books. Damn. Like I was just like, this is so bizarre that you just use children's books like to to, to like clean your money. Yeah, but um, it wasn't that good of a job cleaning the money though, because everyone kind of saw it. Everyone anyway. saw it happen. Pew's leave came as the book scandal was heading towards a full blown, full blown crisis, one that she was unable to tamp down. At issue is how Pew handled the sales of the Healthy Holly books about a young black girl who promotes the benefits of nutrition and exercise. Yeah, the Baltimore Sun reported that she received roughly eight hundred thousand dollars over the years. I was off. You were off by a thousand. Yeah, hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Damn. Uh, some of the biggest benefactors include University of Maryland, Maryland's medical system. So, like you said, yeah, she she was siphoning the money back into her pocket, the the pockets. Yeah. Um, in exchange for like favors. So she steps down. Like, what does this mean? Like, does anything? Does any of this really matter? Um, I don't. I mean, I think. She's not going to jail for this. She could. Probably not, I mean, though. She could. I mean, she definitely could. Like, I could see her going to jail for it. It's just, um, but I think that my my issue is is that um, when this happens and, they, and someone goes to jail, because I think the people, the main people that lose are, are the city, city of Baltimore, because ever since like the 90s with the whole crack thing, they haven't. The crack, the how crack hit them so hard. They haven't been able to like come back since. Like yeah. Even to this day, they're not, they're not right. Right. So it's just like, and they just look, they just keep losing because of corruption. But I think that 
my main takeaway from it is, is that when they catch, when they've caught her, they're gonna do whatever. They she's gonna step down, and they're going to, I guess, do whatever they do legally, and I'd be like, problem solved. But I think that happens in a lot of cases where like there's political corruption that goes on. Like we just kind of like catch a person that did it, get rid of them, problem solved. Um, but the only the, my only issue with that is that I feel like sometimes we try to act as if these people that are doing these things are just like these greedy monsters or and it's really and the truth, truth is that they're not sometimes sometimes they probably go on with like good intentions but then something go along the way like either the power or the money just corrupts them because I, I think is i think i think is really weird that people act like that all persons are just like criminals and they're corrupt but i think like they look at the system also because i think that sometimes at some point you know something something changes something twists something flips you know because like the influence of the money and the influence of the power, it just kind of makes, like, it makes it happen way too often. Yeah. So I just think people need to take a little closer look at that, at the system that makes this thing okay or makes this thing possible as opposed to like the offender. Cause I mean, the offender needs to be, be held accountable, yes. But I think like for, to, like, on a broader scale, you have to just look at the system, like, the system that is capitalism, and that somehow that even though it has its um advantages in terms of like you know having have people like having people be motivated and rewarding like you know just ingenuity, it also has it also has its downside to where these kind of loopholes are are made where you know people can you know get favor for just like giving money in certain places, certain mm-hmm. people or certain places. Yeah, there's a quote from Dune. It says, uh, one uses power by grasping it lightly. To grasp too strongly is to be taken over by its power and thus become its victim. And I mean, that's government in a nutshell. Basically. (laughs) Big week in forms of entertainment. I I didn't sleep the night before I saw Endgame. I was that excited. And I was that hung up on like where is this story going to take us man you've seen it i did wait how deep does your comic book history go and how anticipated were you for this movie my comic history history goes deep to the point that um like when i watch the movies it's like i don't know it's not like i I'm confused not because I don't I'm, not, I'm too familiar with the characters in terms of like I don't know what timeline you're gonna go off of. I think because like for instance with Thanos, I, there's a point where Thanos was like a good guy mm-hmm. in, the, in the movies. Like, are they gonna do that? Like, I don't like so I don't know. It's like the point that I'm so deep in. Like, I don't I'm confused and I'm have questions because I don't know which book you're gonna come from or which language you're gonna come from. So that's that's how deep I am in. Mm-hmm. It. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think? I thought it was good. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. If you haven't seen Endgame, actually, by the time we release this, look, I, I would say look at the minutes that we start talking about. I guess we could start. We do it like we're like at what 47, 47 minutes. 50, so like that would be the start, and I guess we could put that into the thing or yeah. we stop talking about it, and we'll let you know. That, we'll let hey, you know. We'll, we'll put that in the, in the tagline. Cause, but also, officially, the Russo brothers, the directors of Endgame, mm-hmm. said that the spoiler embargo 
is officially lifted by Monday. So you haven't seen it by Monday. Ooh, what? You're 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 op- like prepare for a flood of memes Bruh. filled with spoilers. Don't do it to yourself. So yeah, I'm telling bro. you right, this show is released on Monday. Yeah. And we're doing you a favor by telling you right now, spoilers ahead. They're okay? coming. They're coming. They're coming. We don't have to do this. They're coming. But they're coming. They're coming. And much like the spoilers are coming, I came a lot during this movie. this like no hyperbole whatsoever this might be my favorite movie of all time wow i've never had a movie make me feel the same feelings that i felt the same levels of elation and the same levels of sorrow in one movie. I've never felt this before. I've never been so invested in these char- in characters where I actually cared whether they lived or died. I've never felt that before. I've never been invested so much in a storyline to care what happens next after the movie is done. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm more I'm I'm so looking forward to Spider-Man Far From Home now because it's the first movie after Endgame. Yeah, it's first Phase Four, and it's it's going to set the tone and the precedent for what is ever is going to happen next. And that speculation is letting my mind run wild because now we know for sure Fantastic Four and X Men and Deadpool all up for grabs. Yeah. They're 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 sitting there behind the curtain. They're waiting to be introduced. Yep. So now. Let's talk. All right. So let's talk about Endgame. All let's right. just let's just get into it. What did you think? What were your thoughts? Like, I feel like in terms of in terms of watching comic movies, I feel like it, this was the movie that was the most true to the comic book that I've seen. Mm-hmm. In terms of like uh, all the fan service and everything they, they put in there, to everything they put in there, because I've seen other. I feel like a lot of other movies take their liberties to try to make it different, which is fine. I get it. Like it might make it more relatable, right? But I feel like this movie gave like comic book fans, like not just the movie fans, but the people that like read the comic books, mm-hmm. it gave them a lot of fan service in this movie, like a uh, lot of yeah. it, a ton of it, ton of probably fans. Most of, probably most of them I've ever seen any other Marvel movie or From any comic start movie. to finish. Yeah, definitely. So in that case, I, in that sense, I'll say that um, that was a great movie. Like it was, it was great. Did you cry? No, I did not cry. Not even a little bit. I didn't. You but didn't like, get teary eyed. No. I didn't, but your heart didn't sink a little bit. I mean, yeah, there no, there are parts that I, I I felt it. Don't get me wrong. Like I didn't. I'm not gonna act like I didn't feel anything. You're a cold man. I kind of. I mean, I I don't I don't I don't make the rules. I just. I mean, you're a robot, so whatever. Yes, I I, I accepted this. Yeah. Okay. So I was tearing up at the very beginning, wow, like really? when they opened up with Hawkeye. And his family. Oh, man. Because you know what's happening. Oh, man. You know what's going to happen. Yeah, no, that was heavy. And then they come in just like, just in case you forgot what's at stake here, here's this hero that you've come to know. You know why he's here, yeah. right? He he went and he betrayed the 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 Accords, and now he's on house arrest, so he's having fun with his family. So he got the, got the ankle. He's got the ankle on. on. Yeah. He's, he's teaching his daughter how to shoot the bow and arrow. They got the the hot dogs going. The little kid wants ketchup on his hot dog. It's fucking adorable. The wife, right. she's cooking. Yeah, ketchup, which is weird, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's what kids do. We talked about that before. Kids love ketchup. Way. Yeah, they do. He turns his back for a second. Poof. Everybody disappears. Man. And then you're like, God fucking damn it. I forgot. And you have to, you have to get back into that moment in order to feel 
again, the elation at the very end, that sense of relief at the very end, because you, you, you were so excited to see Endgame. We're like, oh my God, we're going to see it. How are they going to win? How are they going to win? But no, they take all that excitement and all that, it just, it dissipates. They take it away from you. They're like, no, you're not going to be allowed to feel that. You have to feel sorrow. You have to feel sad. And you have to remember why these heroes are all sad. Yeah, they, 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 they did that because... No, well, like when he he turned around, like everybody, I was like, "Oh damn!" They like, they got his whole family, like mm. all of them faded. Oh shit! And then we uh. we see the uh, we see the 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 rest of the Avengers. They, I think it's like a day, or maybe it's like two days after the snap. Yeah, they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to you know read the signatures from the galaxy about find out where he is, find out where Thanos is, and then Captain Marvel's there, and she's like, "Let's go fucking kill Thanos." Yeah. And you're like, all right, yeah, we're in. Here we go. And then they don't bury the lead at all. Nope. Within the first 15 minutes of the movie, they yeah. fucking killed Thanos. They, they, they went, I went for the head this time. They chopped his head off. I went for the head this time. Went for the head. I went for the head this time. But what was that? Like, did you react to that? I reacted to that. No, I reacted to that. Like, I reacted to the fact that, like, because the, the touches of that scene were just like, they we got them again, mm. like because they, they came for they came for like the the stones. He was like, "Nah, destroy the stones." Mm. And he was like, "I use the stones to destroy the stones." And even though even though even though he didn't even though like he killed him, he, he kind of didn't care. He was like, "Nah, I won." Like, it, yeah, like it was kind of a hollow kill. Oh yeah, and then the callback to it later on when Thanos sees that death, he was like, "Oh yeah, Dest- <laughs> yeah, exactly." Destiny fulfilled, right? Because he's like, "I don't give a shit." He's like, "I already won." Like. Guys, this is nothing. Thanos is the coldest motherfucker of all time. Goddamn, that's what I'm saying. Like, because even because you're thinking like you're thinking that when they finally kill him, you're gonna be like so happy, and it's like that shit. Like he's he nah. didn't care. Like he was he was he, he was like broken down anyway at the time. Like, he was mm-hmm. limping and shit. He didn't give. He was like, nah, I destroyed the stones. Like she almost killed me, but mm-hmm. you know, like I'm inevitable. Yeah, y'all too late. Y'all too late. So kill Thanos. They all find out that the stones are gone. There's no more stones. Cut to five years later. We're five, five years post snap. Yeah, you see a shot of uh, Shea Stadium or whatever they call it, Citibank Field or whatever the fuck they call it now. Uh, it's it's desolate. It's destitute. The entire world is destitute. There's support groups for survivors yeah. that we see Captain America in, and the the rest of the Avengers are kind of scattered throughout the world. Sort of just keeping an eye on things. Yeah. Um, everyone, 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 everyone looks terrible. By the way, everybody looks awful. They're definitely like depressed, miserable. Like, fucking Black Widow's roots are all fucking just disheveled and shit. Oh yeah, she did not look good. She, she's like in pajamas and shit. She's looking horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I was not ready for Thor Lebowski, bro. I was they not went ready to for go. That. They went to go visit Thor in New Asgard, and he looked like he weighed about. Two hundred and ninety-five. He was Thor. Like I'm, like I'm surprised they didn't have Jeff Bridges play that part. They just like I'm Thor, man. Now there are men around the world with full-on dad bods and say, "I have the body of a god." They should have. I think should have called. That's you. a funnier joke. Laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they took a fucking huge risk with that. I think the one guy that you expect to see with his shirt off. Rippling muscles. I think he's been shirtless in every single Thor movie. Yeah. Ripping muscles, you know, the heart thro- one of the heartthrobs of the the MCU, and they give him titties. He's Thor Lebowski like, and a gut. They should have made him. They should have had Jeff Bridges play that role. He was. He was. He was the guy. He was the dude. 
Yeah. He was essentially the dude in yeah, this movie. He was. But an interesting play on PTSD. No, it was. It was a little it was comical, but he was definitely depressed. He was definitely depressed. He definitely had a drinking problem. Yeah. And he was um an isolate. Like yeah. he he stuck himself in his place with his friends Korg and Meek. Yep. Playing Fortnite. Yeah. That's those are all like check telltale check, signs check, of check. of depression. Yeah. And you know, like we said, it's a it's a comical take, but it's a very real take. And the the rest of the characters all display um characterizations or, or characteristics of uh of PTSD. Also, I I didn't know that Robert Downey Jr. was gonna come in like act act. Like he went like he pulled out his chaplain bag Yo. for this movie. He was like, No, I I forgot. I'm 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 an actor. We're talking all this shit. We're talking about Robert Downey Jr. at the end of this. Yeah, but like I'm I'm saying I'm saying from the jump, like when he probably pulled the shit out of his chest, I was like, oh. Oh yeah. When he okay, so when oh we forgot all about that. So Tony Stark and Nebula are on uh the, the Benatar. Stranded. Stranded. They get saved by Captain Marvel, brought back down to Earth. No, like, that's good the part that like he was he was like, I'm gonna die. Yeah, they were they were a day away from death. Basically. Or at least Tony Stark. And was. also also like he lost I'm pretty sure he lost weight for this role. It looked like he did. Like, I couldn't I, tell it. It, it, didn't I, look, it, didn't look, it didn't look like CGI to me. I don't know if it was or not. Yeah. If it I was, tell. it was very good CGI, but he looked emaciated. Yeah, he definitely had lost some weight if he really did, but I couldn't tell. Yeah. It was very well done. Um, either way. But came back to Earth, brought back to Avengers Tower. Um, he's pissed off. He is angry at Captain America yeah. because Captain America abandoned um the Avengers or they split off from the Avengers, even though if you go back and watch Civil War, like Tony Stark was really the villain in that one. But anyway. I that's that's debatable. It's debatable, but depending on how like, you want to look at I, it. You kind of feel him too. It was like, you I feel yeah, feel exactly. It was it was a tough, it was a tough call to make. It's a good movie. Great movie. But he's mad at Cap and he's not really willing to forgive him yet. So yeah, Robert Downey Jr. acted the shit out of that scene where he called him a liar, and I was like, oh shit, like they are like this is not a good, like they are not happy to see each other. Yeah. Um, uh, we also get to meet Thor uh Banner, Banner uh Professor, Professor Hulk. Hulk. Uh, who is the weakest version of the Hulk, but the smartest version of the Hulk. So yeah. he's he's half Bruce Banner. He's half Hulk. He can speak as Bruce Banner. He wears glasses for some reason. He wears clothes. He's very funny. He's very funny, but he's also great, big, green, mean, and strong. Yeah. Um, And he stays like that the whole movie. Well, yeah. for most of the movie. Most of the movie, yeah. Except for like when he tries to run up on um, the ancient Social one. Supreme and just... yeah. Um, and then they figure, and then Ant Man comes back yeah. from the uh, the quantum realm. Quantum realm. Thanks Which, for a rat. Yeah, thanks for a rat. I was like, okay, it's comic book movies. It's I'll, comic I'll, books. Yeah, I know it's comic books. I know for a comic book movie, I allow like I allow a certain amount of like cheese or whatever. I just like it's fine. It's I see what you did movie. there. You allow, you allow cheese with the yeah. rat. Yeah, cheese with the rat. I got you. Uh, so Ant Man comes back. He's been gone for f- five years. Um, to him in the quantum realm, it feels like five hours. He doesn't know about the snap. He, he figures it out. He sees this memorial. He looks for his daughter's name. He ends up finding his name and he goes to visit his daughter. Who's now five years older. And she, I guess at some point she gives him the rundown of what happened. Ant-Man goes to Avengers tower because he's been there before in the Ant-Man movie. He knows where it's at. And he tells the rest of the Avengers, Captain America, Black Widow, about the quantum realm and how time works, and then now we're in a time, uh, yeah, a time travel movie. Yeah, which I kind of got apprehensive about. Cause I, 
I don't. I'm not a fan of time traveler movies because it gets so convoluted. It, gets, it, it does it gets get so convoluted. It, it does get complicated. Yeah. So I was, I was, I was like, uh, wow. Well, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna see where this goes. This movie kind of give gives a new spin on time travel because it it takes all of the pop culture references from Back to the Future and Terminator, and it kind of tells you like, no, the the past is the past, and when you travel to the future, like that future becomes. Yeah, like you, you said, that that present becomes your past or something yeah, like that. It's, yeah, it's they, they kind of poke fun at themselves too. Mm-hmm. But even still, it's like time, yeah, time travel is like one of my least favorite things I see in movies because like it gets so convoluted sometimes. Yeah, but the thing that we thought might happen is what happened. So they yeah. end up having to travel in time to the past to before the Infinity Stones were destroyed to each one of the moments where they were able to collect them. Right, and in turn we get sort of a a recap. Of all the the movies movies. from before. So we go back to New York in 2012 to the original Avengers movie, which was fantastic. It was. I love that part. It was. I love seeing Loki again. I love seeing, (laughs) um, you know, the the scene of of Hulk destroying everything and then him just kind of being very haphazardly like, uh, uh, like like hitting the car, like, oh, smash, smash, whatever, like that. Because he's he's over it, whatever. but they also figure out at this time that there's three Infinity Stones on Earth. So they had the Tesseract. Yeah. They had the Time Stone. Mm-hmm. And they had the... Um, what was the other one? I forgot. I think I, I remember one had to go back. I remember when they had to go... They had to revisit Thor Dark World, which is like, huh. Okay. Yeah, they had to go get the... the <laughs> um, the reality stone, yeah. the, the ether from Jane. So they had to go to like the Thor Dark World. I was like, why are I going back? This is probably like my least favorite movie in the genre. And it's like. Right. But yeah. now knowing what you know about it. Right. Seeing it in that way. Yeah, I know. Now you got to go back and watch Thor Dark crazy. World I'm, I'm not going to, but. Yeah, I, you should. I, I'm not. No. You should. I, I fell asleep through it like two or three times. And they also go back to uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah. They go back to. Uh, Vormir to get the Soul Stone. Yeah, which brings another. <sighs> yeah, bro, were you ready for this? When I saw them both there, I was because who did you think was gonna go? I thought it was gonna be Black Widow. Really? Yeah, because I mean, thing about Hawkeye had not been there for a minute now, mm-hmm. so just bring him there and then to kill him. It's like there's not much weight, as much weight for him dying because we haven't been because like the most weight you got from him was like at the beginning of the movie where you saw his family disappear. Mm-hmm. And then he's also doing like all this terrible shit that he probably had to like. Yeah, he went back. He 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 was Ronin. He was killing off uh, like Yakuza's gangsters and shit. Yakuza, yeah, whatever. So it's like I mean he had that, but it's like we've been with Black Widow for all these movies though, like Iron Man, all this stuff. So like, if you want to get get like a death with more depth in it, it's mm-hmm. Black Widow, like easily. Yeah. So I was all like, yeah, she's gonna die. Yeah. When they were started, when they started to fight to see who was gonna sacrifice each other, and then Hawkeye got the upper hand and he started running towards the cliff. I was like, oh shit. And then she comes out of nowhere, repels down, saves him. And then now it's like a, it's a, you know, scar and Mufasa from the Lion King kind of moment where one of them is hanging on by a thread. And then she just was just like, let me go. It's okay. And then he let her go. And then that was, that was it. Yeah. I also I also thought if it was me, I'd have probably just like ran and just stop right away. Like, oh, <laughs> see, that's why that's why you're not pure of heart. See, I, I'm a, yeah, because I'm I said like I'm a robot. You're a robot. I'm saying like that. I was thinking like I would have. He could just, just ran just like stop like short. 
<laughs> they end up getting uh, all of the stones. Um, and Tony Stark builds a new gauntlet. Right. And they try to have to, they have to figure out who's going to be the one to snap it. They think it's Thor, but it ends up being Hulk. Yeah, because because Hulk's really the strongest Avenger. And the gamma stuff. And whatever. the gamma stuff is is the 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 stones were emitting gamma rays, and he was like, "I'm I was made for this." He snaps, and it works. But we also missed out on the part where we talked about Nebula. Yeah, ne- uh, uh, that, Nebula. Nebula like I said, like, it gets. That's, I'm saying like time travel. It gets convoluted. Well, this wasn't even time travel. This was like it somebody ha- was. somebody hacked her iCloud account. Yeah, like. But across time, though. Across time. Across time, they hacked your iCloud, which I didn't. Yeah. So Nebula and War Machine go back to um, uh, get the, get the uh, I guess it was the Power Stone. Yeah. And when they were traveling back in time, Nebula kind of freezes up, and pa- future Nebula, or I should say, past, exactly. I, I told you. No, let's get past right. Past Nebula. Ends up figuring out a hack or or getting a signal from future Nebula showing the Avengers plan to uh, get the stones back to Thanos and past Gamora. So past Thanos, past Gamora and past Nebula are all hanging out. This was on uh, on his ship. She glitches out, has a projection of their plan. Like, yeah, she glitches out, has a projection of their plan. Thanos figures out, oh, I did get the stones. My plan worked. Here's what they're trying to do. They're trying to stop me. They're trying to stop something that I've already done. So now I got to go and stop them from stopping me from doing what I've done. (sighs) So with that being said, time travel, when they get all the stones back, they snap everybody. The Hulk snaps. Everybody comes back. And now Thanos has arrived on Earth. And is now, and by by the way, comes in and wrecks everything. It's just like, yeah, like you're like you're happy for it, but I was like, oh, the snap work, and then something just like tossing torpedoes, fucking just hellfire, just everything's just explosions. Yeah, but everywhere. Now, here's now where the movie just becomes a comic book movie, right? In the best possible way. Yes, it's Thor, it's Iron Man, it's Captain America, Black Widow, Ant Man, the Hulk. Black Widow's dead. Oh, sorry, Hawkeye. Uh. The Hulk, Ant Man, and War Machine. Yes, War Machine's there. So is uh, Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, Rocket. Uh, Pray for he, he. By the way, he's like he's just like comedy relief the entire movie. Mm, yeah, but he's great. He's great. Um, okay, so now, <laughs> oh God. Big, big battle. Big, big battle. Okay. Uh, it's getting down to where Thanos has now broken Cap's shield. Bruh. And Thor is down. Iron Man is down. Cap is looking like this is going to be his last stand. By the, yeah, by, by the way, he's also, he also had a helping hand in the fight with Thor's hammer. Well, we haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah, we got, I, thought we, I thought he used that like early on. No, that was... That was Oh, maybe it was. He's early on, yeah. I remember seeing that. I remember seeing like, how the fuck? Oh, oh. yeah. No, you're right. You are right. So during the fight, uh, Thor, when they when Thor and Rocket go back to uh, Asgard. Asgard, Thor gets Molnir back. Yeah. Right. So now he has Stormbreaker and yeah. Molnir. Yeah. Right. And he and he 
he he gets a little bit of a swagger back because he realizes I'm still worthy because he's been feeling bad because he feels like he failed. Yeah. So now we're back on Earth. He's got Mjolnir. He's got Stormbreaker. Uh, he gets Mjolnir knocked out of his hand and Thanos is in his face talking shit. And then Mjolnir starts to move. It flies across the screen. We're like, who the fuck is summoning Mjolnir? And it's Captain, Captain America. fucking America. God damn it. Because who else would be worthy enough? Right. It's like, of course he's worthy. Then Captain fucking America. And then Cap proceeds to give the business to Thanos. Yeah, with his hammer. Woo! That was an amazing... When I was in the theater, I don't know if you cheered, nah. but I was like, this is it. And I was like, holy shit. This is it. The whole, like, the theater erupted when that happened. That shit was dope. So, yeah. But with that being said, I jumped ahead because I'm so excited to recap this movie because I'm going to see it again tomorrow. Um, Thor's down. Iron Man's down. Captain's on his last stand. It's looking like Captain's about to die. And we, yeah. we kind of speculated before the movie, like, Captain America... If he were to die, it would be like the the most heart wrenching thing. He broke it. They just broke his shield. Like, I mean, yeah, and his shield is broken. It's in half. Like, damn. he stands up. He tightens the rest of his shield, and he says, and, and, and like you, you get you see his face, and he's just like he's he's gonna fight to this very last end. And then, dude, over the calm in his calm, ear, yeah. he hears a little bit of something, and then he can't make it out. And the theater is quiet. There's no music playing. Yeah, dog. He hears. Cap, can you hear me? It's Sam. Yeah. On your left. Holy shit! Oh my god, I'm getting <laughs> chills. There's even talking about it right now. <laughs> Doctor Strange portal opens up. On his left, out walks Shuri, Okoye, and, and Black Panther. Bruh. Out flies Sam Wilson, the no, Falcon. Like, yeah. yeah. Out, oh, like when the portal opened up, that, that was like, oh, Doctor Strange pops through, oh, Wong true. pops through, oh, yeah, no, that shit was the fucking Valkyrie popped through, the Asgardians popped through, the 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 the, the Wakanda tribes, the pop entire come through. fucking MCU pop pulls up, Wasp, they all pull up, <laughs> Pepper Potts and her Iron Man, she suit. got her suit, she got her own, she suit. got her own suit, they all pull up, every Groot, everyone pulls up, they are all we all pulling up, huh. <sighs> Bucky is there. It's like Scarlet like, Witch comes back. Cap dropped the pin, and they all just pulled up. Oh, he dropped the pin. <laughs> they all pulled up. Fam, when I say this was a moment in cinematic history that I don't, I don't think it could ever be topped for me. When Sam says "on your left," yeah, no, that was dope. Oh, it my was, God, dude, dude. I that's when I was like. All right, like, I, like I need to, I need to wipe away these tears because this, whatever's about to happen, is about to happen. No, like, I, no, like, I, like I said, like, I'm a robot, so like I was leaning back though watching the movie, but mm-hmm. then when I happened, I was like, okay, now I gotta be. Yeah, now you gotta sit up, and I gotta sit up. I was like, I gotta sit up now, dude. Like, when <laughs> Spider Man flicked in, and you saw his face, and you were like, oh my god, here we go, everybody's lining up. Thor uh, Thanos has his his army coming through, looking yeah. like just some just a bunch of clowns, and then you got the Avengers, and then Cap finally says it. He yeah. finally says the and two words yeah, we've been trying to, yeah. we've been waiting to hear him say this yeah. entire run. He says, "Avengers, Avengers. assemble," and then it fucking happened. It fucking happened. Everybody's getting hands, feet, 
everybody, everything is getting thrown. Thanos Magic. Is, everything. And Thanos is there just like. And Thanos is just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I mean, uh, he, no, he, he's like that, but it's like, well, this is what it's got to be. Yeah. Scarlet Witch was giving Thanos the business so much. Which was definitely needed because I feel like if anyone, they had not been depicting right. Mm. In the in terms of MCU, was Scarlet Witch. Talk like, about it. Kind of like a throwaway character. Talk about like, it. In terms of the comic books, she's like one of the most powerful characters in the in in Marvel. Easily. So it's like the way. So like that scene to me, I was like, okay, they finally made this make sense now. Yes. Because it's like she can't handle Thanos on a certain level on her, on her own. Yeah. So she was like, ripping apart his his armor. Yeah. And he was just like, uh, uh, throw everything we got at her. He yeah. he was willing to kill his own troops. Just to get out of the grasp of Scarlet yeah, Witch. Yeah, and I was like, finally, like that. That was that part was needed because, like, otherwise, it's like they kind of made her like. They kinda, I, was, I felt like they didn't know what to do with her. Yeah, they had like this thing with the vision, which was weird. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was kind of like I always thought that was weird to me. I don't know if I was, I was alone on that, but that that relationship was odd. It was a little strange. Yeah. So, but like with that scene, I was like, okay, now they finally made her. This is this is Scarlet Witch, right? Yeah. And then. Out of nowhere, the ships that were firing upon the Avengers and the the everybody, all the good guys, turn and start firing towards yeah, an yeah, unknown yeah, 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 motion in the sky. And they're like, what's going on? What are we firing at? You knew who it was. Though. You knew what this was. You knew who it was. You knew who it was. Yeah. Captain Marvel is coming back to give hands to Thanos. Yeah. Cause she knows she had an entire universe to to discover watch it she was she was she was doing she had a lot to do but she knows what time it was she knows where he was going to end up yeah she saw the pin too she saw the pin she got the tweet she got to pull up she pulled up and she said nah fam nah i don't need a portal i I don't need a portal i'm just gonna blast my way through (laughs) and she proceeded to blast her way through took out the ships bruh Saw Peter Parker. Peter Parker had the gauntlet with the, uh, after a game of hot potato, he had the gauntlet with the stones in it. She said, hey, give me that. Yeah, yeah no, she's like, hey, you got something for me? Yeah, got something for me, Peter Parker? And then she was like, because I forget like what the what the plan was. I guess it was to give it back to, to um, who's again? To Hulk or? Yeah, the Hulk, I think. Um, Or just to keep it away from, from Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, basically. So she pulls up, she gets the gauntlet back, and then Peter Parker's like, I don't know how you're going to get through all of that. And then Scarlet Witch and Okoye pops up. Okoye pops up. And Pepper Potts pops up. All the bad Shuri bitches. pops up. Bad bitch alert. Bad like, bitch <laughs> alert. All pop up and say, she's got help. And yeah. then they proceed to run the gauntlet yeah. through the war zone. Right. Whew, that was a moment, bro. It was. That was a moment. It was. It was. I was like, damn. <sighs> well, damn, Marvel. Damn, Marvel. We'll finish off. We'll say this. The very ending of the movie, uh, Thanos gets the gauntlet back on, and it looks like he's about to snap again for the second time. He's about to achieve his achieve his goal in what seemingly was a lot less time, yeah. and he's he's facing off one on one with none other than Tony Stark. Yep, Tony Stark, being the fucking genius that he is, runs up on Thanos, grabs the gauntlet, tries to get it off, can't get it off. And Thanos says, don't you get it? I am inevitable. Snaps. Tries to snap. Nothing happens. Tony Stark, like I said, a genius, snatched off the Infinity Stones and put it on his own self. (sighs) And then said. Bro, I was not ready for this callback. No, I I, I know. Like, 
when when he when it when he said it, I was like, of course. Like I was like, it makes all the sense in the world. It, when he said it, yes. Yeah, I was like, why 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 wouldn't why wouldn't he be the one that goes? He says, I am Iron Man. And then he snaps. snaps. I was like, of course. Of course. Of course. Like, why would there any like why would you not end it with the guy who started it all in the first place? The guy that's been carrying it on his shoulders. Like he, the guy that made the whole thing made you let you know that this this is actually possible. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's it's so obvious. He snaps. That. Thanos and his minions turn to dust. But the thing, like even Thanos, even the way Thanos lost, was just like he just kind of sat down, just like yeah. He was like, all right, I lost. Yeah, he just kind of he sat just kind of took he, sat he, and took it. He took it like a real one. Like I can't even really a G to the end. To the very end. To, to the end. Like, he was he was very much like Stringer Bell in the wild. Bro, like even get on with it, motherfucker. No, like even like, even when even when like before the battle, so he was like, go get the he's like, go get the go get the gauntlet. He's like, like, what are you gonna do? He's like, he just put the sword in the thing. Yep. He's like, yep. I'm just gonna wait. Yup. Yup. Because he knew what was about to happen. He knew what was about to happen. He they knew the smoke was coming. They came out. He just gave a little speech. Yep. Put his helmet on. Yep. And so I was like, all right, like this, like y'all ready? This. Y'all, y'all ready? I mean, y'all know, y'all know, y'all know what it is. Yeah. Y'all know what it is. So, Thanos turns to dust. Tony Stark is looking like he's about to die. We get some goodbyes from Peter Parker, from Pepper, which is weird because it's like a flip. Because like, remember at the end of the interview, bro, it's like wasn't yeah. ready for it. I know, wasn't ready for that flip. The flip, man, goddamn. When Pepper Pot says we're gonna be okay, you can rest now. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I, I I don't know like what you were doing at the time, but I was crying my eyes. No, I was just like I was just looking. Like I like I wasn't crying, but I was just kind of like just wow. Wow. The funeral for Tony Stark happened. We see the great shot of all of the key players in the Marvel Cinematic Universe there. Yeah. I mean, everybody was there. Yeah, and it made, and like I say, it made sense to like have him like the one that started all, and then show all the other franchises. Like, yes. They're all kind of grouped together, like that, the Thor franchise, yeah. the Black Panther franchise, Doctor Strange. Like they're all kind of grouped together, and it's like the guy who died, mm. you have his funeral while you have all the other franchises that are here. And it's like, it's like almost like a fourth wall moment because it's like they're. But if 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 Iron Man bombed, mm-hmm. no, that shit would happen. Right. So it's kind of like a fourth wall moment too to me. It's like, oh, like damn, it's like almost like they pay homage to like it, without this, yeah, and this would have happened. Yeah, it was a great moment. And if that wasn't enough for you, Captain America goes back in time to replace the Infinity Stones at their respective moments. Which, by the way, like when they say he's going back, did you know that he was good? I I kind of like, he's not going back. Oh yeah, when, like you know, off top, like when he said like, we're gonna give you, we're gonna just go back in time and put the sound like he's not coming. When back. they went back to the seventies in New Jersey and he saw Peggy Carter, yeah, I was like, oh no, he's like when he's going back, he's staying with Peggy. Like, yeah, exactly. He's, he's not gonna let that pass. Like him that, up again. like when he didn't come out, I was like, duh. <laughs> yeah. Like y'all didn't give to anyone else. Like just, wait, <laughs> like y'all couldn't call anyone else to do this. Y'all called the one guy who had something to go back in time to say. Like y'all called that guy seriously. He volunteered. You had any? Of course he volunteered. Like you, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you retire like saying, that? No, but the thing is, like, cause that thought, like why did y'all think he's coming back? Like they were like, wait, where is he? It's like really? Well, he ended up. He did come back, just not in the form that they thought he was going to. I'm just saying, like, he came back as an old man, right? Sitting on the bench, twenty feet away, like like Joe Biden, looking like Joe Biden. <laughs> And then if that wasn't, and if Tony Stark's funeral wasn't enough to get you emotional, <sighs> Cap talks to his new best friend Sam Wilson. Well, I, honestly, at that moment though, like, 
I knew it was passion the torch, but I didn't know who was gonna get it. Right. So it's like you saw that right. you saw Bucky there and Samus was like Right. But when Bucky, Bucky being yeah. the fucking G that he is, says, nah, it's on you. You yeah. do that. I I've done too much shit in my past to say to be the to hold the mantle yeah. of responsibility that 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 thing yeah. is gonna represent. And that thing ended up being that thing ended up being Captain America's shield. Yeah, you still killed Iron Man's parents. We didn't forget that. Yeah, we ain't forgot about that. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. <sighs> so now Captain America grants Sam Wilson the shield. Now Sam Wilson, the Falcon, is the new Captain America. Crazy. Bro, I wasn't ready for that. I knew it was going to be one of them. Like when I saw that, when I when I saw that scene happen when they were both there, I was like, I know it's gonna be one of them. Cause in the like I said, my confusion going into this until I watched Marvel was like which way they're gonna go. Cause like they can go so many ways. Cause at some point they both are um Captain America at one point. Buck mm-hmm. was I Captain America in the comic books and so was Sam Wilson. Right. So you don't know where they're gonna go. Right. And that was that was the beauty of that moment. Yeah. I think if it had gone either way. I would have been just yeah, as just as cool. just as happy or sad or whatever the feeling that I was feeling was at the time. But having it be Sam because, you know, when uh, like I said, when I heard on your left, and then that moment of hope kicked in. Yeah, that was that that I think to, for me that was very symbolic and that was very connected. Well, for me, I just prefer the Winter Soldier. Like if I had to get rid of one character, Winter Soldier, the Falcon, who's mm, the Falcon? Telling, it's telling about you. I'm just saying, like the winners, who's who's more interesting character? I, I mean, I think the comic version of Sam Wilson is very interesting. He is. But I'm saying he's essentially the, a super soldier, just not to the extent of is. Captain America. No, I'm saying, but in the but in the movie though, so far, like think about them. The, right, but I think that's a, that's that's a cool thing because yeah. in their show, when they get it, we'll be able to expand on those stories a little bit more. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And yeah, then then we see a. a a picture of uh, uh, a shot of Cap and Peggy Carter having their dance that they never got back yeah. in the back in the fifties. Yeah, like because who who'd have thought that? I guess the time travel that one thing that you can give him a happy ending because because like even throughout Captain America's like there's always that one part of him that's like you're pulled away from your entire life. Yep. Like no matter how no matter where the story goes, it's like you're you don't belong here. Right. And that was kind of like a tragic element to Captain America the entire. I think the all the entire franchise. So like the way that they couldn't do that, that was kind of cool. That's a great point. Yeah. So it ended up being a happy ending for him. Yeah. For him. Um, I mean, there's so many other like things to unpack about that movie, but like, I mean, the the thing with the daughter and the cheeseburgers and happy saying that your father loved cheeseburgers. Too, I mean, that was just uh, okay. Goddamn. But how was Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> You can wrap that up in 30 minutes there, oh, Junior. God. <laughs> oh, man. I'll like, sit this one out. No, like, all right. All right, piece of the Night King, man. Like, oh, he, man. he didn't make it, huh? No, he didn't make it, dog. I saw the video of uh, the, the little girl stabbing him in the gut. No, man, he didn't make it, dog. That's all it took, huh? Here's the thing about the Night King that I appreciate, though. Like, in the Game of Thrones, all these characters are, are they have these, like, relationships that are super convoluted. Like they try to, they, they politic and they, uh, they posture for power. They worry about their families, their family's name, their house's name or whatever. Like there, there's all this stuff going on to make these 
these characters are very convoluted and very complicated. The Night King, his thing is like, I don't care what house you're from. I don't care about your throne. I don't care about like how long your house has been here. I don't care about who you're fucking, where you're fucking, why you're fucking, or how you're fucking. All I'm concerned with is like when I like when when I see anything breathing or blinking on sight, I'm going to murder it. That's all I'm here to do. I'm here to kill everything and everyone. He was a very simple character in that sense. Like I just want to murder everything, mm. and that's all he was about. And he commits that to the fullest. So every time he's on the screen, it was a fucking shit show. Every time he's on the screen, okay. it was some crazy shit. All right. So like I'm gonna miss that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What else? I can't get into my. I can't get into too much about it because like so you don't watch it. Yeah. Damn. I mean, people <laughs> people were complaining about like how I, I was about to say. I know it was dark. The, the yeah, people complain about how dark it was. I'm like, but it's the army of the dead, and the the episode's called the Long Night. So it's too dark. It's episode called the Long Night, and they're fighting pretty much like a dead army. Why do they need like, they need light night lights? Like, what are you what are you talking about? And the thing was like everyone was saying like how disappointing the the episode was. But I was like, the episode before basically was them acting like it was their last day on Earth, basically. Like, mm. the whole episode before is like, they knew that the next ep- the next day is going to be some shit. So was it just a giant orgy from the for the previous episode? Because well, that's, that's how I would want to spend my last day. Arya, the, Arya, the girl, you, the little girl, you said something in the gut mm-hmm. to save the day. She she got laid the episode before. Oh, okay, yeah, good. She was like, well, I mean, I want, she was like, I might die tomorrow. Let me see what Dick is like. Got yeah, that's that's how you go out. I, don't know, I mean, her priorities. But then she ended up surviving, right? She she lived. Yeah, yeah. So that's so she just, that's experience dick at another time. Think of that. That's like hell of a one-two day. That's a hell of a weekend. Yeah, she did a lot. You get she, dick, and then you end up. She saved and she saved the world. Essentially. Saving the world. <laughs> yeah, save the world essentially. Like you got you got dick the first time day one day. Next day you save the world. Like, I mean, fuck you. What the fuck are you rest of you bitches out there doing? Huh? I know. Like, y'all need to step your game up. Step your game up. Start saving the world. Yeah. So, so people complain about that. I was like, I don't know what you wanted. And I get, think they wanted more plot points going. I'm like, no, this episode was supposed to be about just, it's supposed to be just a war and like just devastation. That's all it was. So, what'd you think I, about the episode overall? I thought it was, I thought it was amazing. Really? Yeah, I thought it was amazing. Like, cause I didn't, cause the thing I didn't go with any, like, any, notions about what was that what it should have been because like yeah people like it's gonna be an episode where it's gonna be a lot of fighting a lot of people are gonna die um yeah and i was i, I don't know i don't know what people wanted from that i don't get what else you want i don't know was, i don't know man i thought shit was dope as fuck but it sounds to me like uh your girl is down to clown so <laughs> people were tripping about that that because like in the show she's very she's very young yeah, but like in real life, she's like twenty two years old. So I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, she's she's a grown she's a grown woman out here, not a grown woman per se, but she got grown woman money. I mean, after you kill a man and stop a whole army, yeah, she killed a bunch of men before that. Day, then, actually. like, yeah, you pretty much she killed a bunch. She killed a bunch of dudes. Yeah, you're a grown. You're a grown person. A, like, there, I think there's a scene where she kills a man's two sons and serves them to the guy in a pie before slitting his throat. And then bleeding him out. Yeah. She cooked people? I don't know if she cooked them, but like I remember there was a scene where like She she served men. She served a guy, her two his two sons. Yeah. Like in a, a dish. Like, yeah, the guy's name is Walter Frey. And she's posed as like an as like a as like a maid or whatever. Uh-huh. And like the and like he's being 
disgusting and like grabbing herself at that. That's like, where are my sons? And she's like, they're here, my lord. She's like, what do you mean? I don't see him anywhere. She's like, no, they're here. And she she picks up like the like the crust on this pie and gets like, like a finger. Oh, in there. And as she does that, like she just pulls off her mask and just slits his throat. And oh, just bleeds. Him. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm saying like she's she's done all she did some shit. Didn't they do that in Forty Years or Twelve Years a Slave? Maybe the shit pie. I never saw that movie. Oh, oh, that was the help. Oh, the help. That was a shit pie, but no, it was like a people pie. It wasn't shit. It was just like a people. Which would you rather eat, a shit pie or a people pie? People. You'd rather eat people over shit. I mean, people is way more edible than shit. If, I mean, it's more it's frowned upon. But if you're gonna like, if you, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, but if you go for like nutritional value, like you're probably very better eating people than shit. All right, I guess. I mean, what would you pick? I picked the shit pie. Really? You just eat okay? Because like, you can't. It's not a hundred percent shit. Like, there's got to be some other element. There's got to be some flour and some eggs. Well, yeah, but maybe like, some you're not, sugar in I there. I mean, but like pigs eat shit because that's how they're delicious. like you don't work that way like you probably get very sick i feel like you'd get very sick if you ate people too i mean if they're well cooked you probably won't be i'm not and i'm not i'm not advocating eating people i'm just saying like if you have the choice between eating people eating shit i feel like it's a no-brainer in terms of survival i mean yeah well that's not what i was talking about i was talking about like if you had to like on a dare oh wow yeah that's kind of different then isn't it it is different Mm. think about that wow um yeah okay so game of thrones are you looking forward to tomorrow's episode absolutely i mean there's like six episodes left so there's six episodes in the whole season and we're already halfway through it yeah that's what i hear so but each episode is like an hour and a half long right well actually the first episodes were hours well last episode was the first hour and a half episode oh, okay so i think the next is probably an hour and a half too but we'll see cool i mean either way like i'll take it wherever they give it to me well uh yeah incredible weekend for geeks everywhere incredible weekend in terms of entertainment probably won't see another weekend like that ever again uh, avengers ended up making 1.5 billion dollars in its opening weekend i don't know how many people tuned into game of thrones but it seems like everybody in the world did it was an event um but i think actually every sunday is like an event now for the game of thrones yeah and honestly like in terms it's of- like the last true must-see tv on t like everything else can be binge watched with the yeah. exception of sports yeah i don't know another show where everybody tunes in at the same time to watch it well i think yeah i think that goes like cult followings and stuff though you know because there are there are some good shows on tv it's not a cult anymore though dude. it's like everybody watches game yeah, of thrones yeah, right it's not cult you're right it's yeah. kind of like yeah it's it's yeah. just it's 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 a yeah. part of society now yeah, it's a it, part it of really the zeitgeist is. it really is man but no nah, it's a good it's, it's a good show um i think I think people are. I think that they've gone away from the books now, so it's a little bit more fast paced than it was before. Because like it's more because they're following the books, so it was like a slower pace. But you could tell now that they're in their own thing and not with the books anymore. It's like everything's kind of like super fast. Yeah, but still a good show. I, do you have anything edu- education wise? We right. We we are kind of long. I, think I, I don't. I don't know what else. I mean. I mean. Shit, uh, I guess all the education is like, if you're not watching like Marvel movie, if you're not watching Avengers yet, just don't, don't okay. bother at this point. No, bother, watch it. But I mean, I would. You don't need Instagram or Facebook. Like you really don't. You don't need it until you watch this movie. No. Oh, oh, okay. I see you, what you're you saying. don't need it. I thought we were going in the opposite way. No, like we if don't you, need. No, you don't. If need. you haven't watched them yet, then don't even bother. No, because you, we, what are you no, waiting for? Don't cheat yourself from this. Don't deny yourself this. These kind of like these kind of good things. Like if the, when the world gives you good things, you take them. You don't just like 
you don't you don't you don't you don't block your blessings, man. Yeah, and let's stop nitpicking too. Like, obviously, there's going to be a lot of plot holes in a movie about time travel. Yeah, uh, people try to make, like it's a plot hole. Like how people are like how oh, Captain America just end up on that bench. I was like, he knew where they were. Right. Like, yeah, like he probably had like years to prepare for this moment. Yeah. Like, like it's not a plot hole. Like he just. He was like, I should be on this bench when they come back. Right. This is where they were. Like, you just marked a day down. And you're yeah. like, okay, I get it. Just put it down on your calendar or in your Palm Pilot. Mm-hmm. He went back in time. Probably he went palm. back to the 50. Yo, Palm Pilot. He probably came out as Palm Pilot. Hey, like, he's he's like, like, I'm using my palm. trail. I'm using my, uh, <laughs> my Blackberry. Yeah, not a, yeah, like, don't, yeah don't, don't nitpick a comic book movie, though. And seriously. Like, let's just, how about we just stop nitpicking at forms of creative entertainment altogether? Because and, uh, unless, unless the potholes are just like super huge. Like, have you ever seen Acrimony? No, don't. What is it? It's a Tyler Perry movie. It's a really it has, oh. has, has massive potholes in it. Like when they're when the potholes are that big, it's not nitpicking. It's just it's, just, it's a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. But even in a bad movie, there's still elements you can find to be fun. I found elements that were funny about Acrimony. I don't know yeah, if it's fun. That's fine. <laughs> as long as you get some sort of enjoyment out of it, like uh, there's there's enough criticisms in the world that there's enough things in this world that we can criticize. True and it'll lead to a healthy discussion. This is true. But criticizing about forms of entertainment, criticizing about other people's visions of art is just kind of like, I don't see the point. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sometimes, sometimes we do go overboard. Like I remember people gave shit about Transformers, like talk about how it wasn't. Oh yeah. People I'm trash like, Transformers all the time. But you know what? about transforming cars. That's, yeah. That's, I will watch 40 movies about transforming cars. I watch 40. I watch every single one. And you know what? Every time they transform, I'll be like, that was fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, the later ones didn't get the word that great, though. But Bumblebee was good. Did you see Bumblebee? I Bumblebee was gonna say, was Bumblebee yeah, was Bumblebee good. was great. Bumblebee was good. Okay. Um, oh, speaking of which, shout out to all of our friends who are going to be at Comic Palooza this weekend doing panels. Oh, cool. Good luck, guys. Uh, have fun and enjoy. Yeah. Rest in peace, Peter Mayhew. Uh, Chewbacca passed oh, away. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right.